With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Thursday, January 11th. The Ravens don't have a game this week as they have the AFC's number one overall seed and a first round bye, but they are still putting in work. They're practicing this week, really focusing on themselves, their own scheme, the fundamentals as they get ready to find out their opponent this weekend and the eventual division round game coming up next week. Today we had a chance to hear from coordinators, so let's kick things off with special teams coordinator Chris Horton. Uh, what a great week for us to just come out here and really uh, just focus on us. Uh, that's been the message to, uh, to our group, man, is just let's figure out a way this week of how we can help ourselves and, you know, get better at, at the things that which we're going to need to do in order to um, make some plays this postseason. So our guys are out there working all six phases, uh, field goal, field goal, block, punt, punt, return, kickoff, kickoff, return, you know. Uh, we, we get this opportunity, you know, and so again, our focus is mainly about us right now. Questions? Chris, how much do you like having Duvernay back on the practice field? And do you feel the, the way that Thailand and uh, and Justice have stepped up that you, you know, really have some depth there and some good options going into the playoffs? It's amazing to see him back out there. I'll tell you this, I think you guys know how, how I feel about him. I know how our team feels about him. And I, and I know how the guys in, the, you know, the guys outside feel about him. Um, he's a heck of a player, and uh, just to have him back out there running, and it just goes to show, you know, uh, to what we do, I think, just fundamentally across the board um, with the depth of having Tylen back there, coming out there, making that play against the Rams and, and scoring that touchdown, uh, having Justice uh, out there versus Miami and he popping that big return. I mean, it just goes to show to all 11 guys, really, of, of our depth of you put a guy back there, uh, if we block the play the right way, we can create those big plays. So are we excited to have him back? Of course. Chris, what are the traits? Like, speed is obvious. But other than that, what, what are the traits that makes a good uh, kick returner? Uh, a good kick returner, I think, one, speed speed for sure is everything. But you got to have some vision. you got to be able to, you know, find the hole when it's not there. And a guy that can, a guy that can break some tackles, a guy that will run through some arm tackles, um, but but really just a downhill vertical guy, and it's got to be a guy that's got to make some some great decisions um, holding on to the football. You know, we talk about that a lot. It's very important for any of our returners. Uh, that's first and foremost, a guy that that can protect the ball. So you know, all those good things. Chris, I mean, you you and Mike McDonald both. I mean, you're coordinators now, and you both started as coaching interns. Uh, what do you even remember about kind of those days starting? I mean, now that you're coordinators, you know. Okay. Well, what was it like at the beginning with you guys? You know, um, you know, I, honestly, at the beginning, I think I, I'm gonna speak for myself here, but you know, 
we didn't we didn't know. You know, we were just we were just two young guys uh, just trying to figure out our way, and we got the opportunity here when the Ravens were starting that intern program. Um, you know, and Mike and I shared an office. You know, so we got it. We got. An, to kind of get to know each other a little bit, and uh, throughout throughout the course of the year, uh, I was still on defense at the time, so I had not moved to special teams at the time, so I was still working on defense, and uh, we just kind of got to know each other. We sat in that office together, uh, broke down plays, drew cards, you know, for the scout team, and then as the season went on, as a young guy, you know, you don't know what's next. You know, we're sitting in the office like, hey, what's going to happen? Are we even going to be back here? Do we need to go find another job? You know, and all those things come in, uh, they come into question. But um, this place, man, stability, um, they let you be yourself. You know, you, you come out, you do a great job, um, you stick around. And then here it is 10 seasons later, and I'm standing up in front of the podium, you know, as a special teams coordinator. And, uh, I mean, it's it's been great, man, and uh, just just to watch what what Mike's done, and we talk about it all the time of kind of where we've come from to where we are now. It's just it's just been an amazing process of, you know, just put your head down, go to work, and uh, those those things will pay off for you. All right, appreciate it. Cool. Thank, Thank you, guys. That was special teams coordinator Chris Horton. We also heard from offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. So when you don't have an opponent. For the weekend, what? How do you structure practice? I mean, it's obviously not game planning, but basically, what are you trying to get out of practice for this week? Improve the Ravens' offense. That's what you're trying to do. You know, when we had a bye week, the guys had the week off, so there was a lot of things we were able to improve on from a coaching staff standpoint. You know, self scout, who we want to be moving forward, utilization of personnel all of those things, but we didn't have the players here. So now you're fast forward six weeks later, five or six weeks later, uh, you have a chance to kind of work on things that uh, somewhat from a game planning standpoint, but more about us. Because um, the way we protect, the way we pass set, the way we run routes, how we structure things, how we do it better, uh, that's what, to me, that's what this whole week's about. been to practices, but what you're seeing in Dalvin Cook? Well, we're excited to add a talented player to our roster, you know, and uh, I agree with what Coach said, uh, I think he said yesterday, you know, we look at more as a potential weapon than, than just someone that we've added to the roster, so, um, you know, now catching up, uh, catching him up to speed, you know, in terms of terminology and, you know, what we call things, but uh, it's not hard. Just got to, you know, continue to rep him and, um, you know, see where it goes from there. Mark told a story yesterday about how, at the, you know, back in the offseason, texted him, told him, you know, I'm going to give you the keys to the offense uh, as far as like making checks behind that kind of thing. What are the, you know, having worked with now a whole year, what are the traits that Lamar has that has allowed him to thrive, succeed in, in doing that part of the game, you know, change things in the morning? Well, first off, um, he's highly intelligent. So he understands what you're asking him to do and what you're allowing him to do and when the situation presents that. That's probably as much as anything. And um, he's embraced wanting to do that. Not every quarterback wants that. Not every quarterback wants that on their plate um, and be empowered um, to change a play at the line of scrimmage or to put themselves out there where, okay, 
uh, now they made the decision uh, to change something at the line or a protection. But uh, it starts with him. He's diligent. He's intelligent. He's certainly more than capable of, uh, you know, seeing things, uh, what the defense is uh, presenting to him and how he can get us into a better play, get us into a premium play. When you, when you got here, you, you didn't know John Harbaugh really, really very well. You have certainly worked for a lot of head coaches over the years. Now that you've been with him for almost a year, what do you think are kind of the standout traits about him? Consistency. I think if you said his day-to-day approach, his positive energy, um, his connection with the team, I mean, I've never brought anybody anybody like that in terms of um, whether we've won, whether we've lost, in terms of his approach. Man, I think that uh, that allows you when you have a season as long as we do in terms of um, sustaining for the long haul. Todd, when, uh, when you draw interest uh, from other teams for their head coaching vacancies, how do you uh, balance um, taking, you know, that that part of, of you know the interest that, that you've been shown, and also you know planning for your current team? Well, it's not hard because you know I'll be able to talk about that at a proper time when when that comes up. But the bottom line is we have we have a chance to do something special here. You know, and our team, our focus is on this week, you know, and where we're headed and finding out this weekend who we're playing and then come up with a great game plan and giving us the best chance to be successful next week. What does it say about, I guess, you, Mike, Anthony, you know, other, other coaches in this, in this organization, what does it say about this team this year that there's so much interest in the assistants? Well, it says a lot about the organization. It says a lot about our players. It says a lot about our coaching staff. Uh, you don't do it alone. I mean, you got to have a great staff, great organization, uh, and a great team. Players that um, believe in the plan and are able to execute it at a high level. Todd, what's really stood out to you about Lamar and his leadership this season? You know, Lamar is another one that, in what I've seen over the course of the year, that does a great job in terms of um, balancing success and disappointment and coming back to the office, coming back in the building with a great frame of mind. You know, um, you know, he has a great way of compartmentalizing some frustration, competitiveness, success, disappointment, all the above that comes from playing in the NFL and walk in the building with a smile on his face and like, okay, let's go to work. That's, that's, a, that's a unique uh, trait um, because it's hard, I mean, for what we do in all of us, um, handling success, handling disappointment, and then walking in the building saying, okay, what's next? That was offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, and we also heard from defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. Chris Horton was, was talking about um, kind of what it was like to come up from the intern level and really grow as a coach in this organization. I mean, when you when you reflect on all that time that you've spent here, you know, under sort of the culture that John created, if, if you do become a head coach one day, what do you think you've taken away from, from that to sort of get you there? Oh man, uh, there's so much. There's so it's just we're so fortunate and lucky to be around. First of all, the organization, um, but the organizations. When you think it's just it's made up of people, right? And uh, the alignment that comes from the top here. You know, when I was. When I was an intern, Ozzy being the general manager, starting with him, starting with Steve, 
um, now working with Eric, really everybody throughout the building, and then ultimately um, John and, and the person that he is and the leader that he is. Uh, you just have you have great role models that you look up to, and um, you know that are high integrity, high character individuals, and um, just phenomenal leaders. So they're easy guys to follow, and um, if and when that opportunity presents itself, you know obviously you want to you want to model that behavior after them. Mike, on that note, you know how do you balance the 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 interest that you're drawing from other teams with, you know, your task in your current role. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is the first time I'm going through it, so um, you know, not a lot of in, uh, experience to draw off of. Um, but you know, the way that the schedule sets up, um, you just have to deal with with how it's structured. So right now, this week, uh, there's a lot of work that we're getting done here in the building, uh, not necessarily for future opponents. I mean, there's some there's some back work kind of do, being done behind the scenes, but. Our focus right now with our guys is trying to improve and really stay sharp and ramp up and make sure we're at our A game, you know, come next weekend. So when, when we're here, that's what we're focused on. And then fortunately, I, I can try to compartmentalize it and then, you know, work on, you know, the Zooms and things that happen at night. And I'm doing those at my house. And I asked Todd this, you know, just as a follow-up, like what does it say about <clears throat> the Ravens organization and, and this staff in particular this year that there's so much interest from other clubs around the league uh, in these coaches, yourself included. Well, like I referenced earlier, it's it's about we have we have phenomenal people here, and uh, the the organization and the team has helped us, you know, put us in these types of situations. All these coaches, I think, now you you understand what type of talented people that we have. So, I'm I'm excited for all, you know the coaches that have opportunities. They definitely deserve it. Phenomenal human beings, great leaders, great coaches. Um, so you're rooting for them throughout the process, and I think also you know, we all understand that you know you know there's a mission here involved as well. So uh, we're all st we're still laser sharp focus on on what on the goal at hand, and and we all know that's you know obviously it starts with next weekend. Hey Mike, uh, just to clarify, I guess the rule is you're not allowed to talk in person until after July 22nd, correct? Right. But have you talked to teams at night, like when you're home on Zoom and stuff? You've already done that. Yes. Mike, we know it's one of four different teams you know you could you could play next weekend but you've played all those teams how does that help in terms of preparation knowing that you, know, you can't put together a elaborate game plan but you do have some working knowledge to go off uh yeah it's it's always it's it's a there's different things going on when you play a team twice you know so you have to have an understanding of what your thought the thoughts were going into the game and a lot of times there's path dependence involved in how they've operated going into that game too so variables change things like that but um you know, you try to have a great process after you play them to kind of debrief and figure out, hey, this is how we played them. This is how we probably should have played them. Next time, we got to think about, you know, these things. And uh, so we have that information available. Our guys are doing a lot of work right now behind the scenes. But uh, like I said, a lot of the focus right now, it's, it's not easy to prepare for like four possibilities, you know. So as it starts to come into focus, you know, over the weekend, now we can kind of sit down and, and go full steam ahead, you know, going into next week. Like, does uh, Roquan have a certain ability or knack to, like, make uh, the teammates he's playing around better? And, and if so, sort of how does that kind of manifest? Absolutely. It's a, it's a secret sauce, man. There's a, there's a, um, there's a magnetism to him uh, that guys gravitate him towards him nationally. He always has great energy. Uh, I, think, I think it just you – can't, you can't help being around a guy like that that plays the way he plays with the passion that he has. And, uh, and not be attracted to that, you know, and, he, and the way he plays it um, in terms of just getting to the football. You know, if you're not, if you're not playing with him, then it just it, it pops out on tape and the guys realize that.
obviously, you know, just a tremendous leader all around. So, um, you know, the guys respect him for, for just how he operates. Mike, how much uh, did you, uh, have you conversed with John about these opportunities and vacancies in well, we had an interesting uh, plane flight to and from uh, Houston the other day, so we had some. We had a we had a time to, um, to have, we had a great conversation on the plane, and um, just very 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 thankful about his support that he's he's given to me and probably the other the other coaches as well. So he, he's been awesome. What was that experience like on Monday night for you? I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, obviously we, we talked to John about it. It's, it's it's his family, but I mean, it's it's your family in a way too. I mean, what, <laughs> what was that experience like? It was a phenomenal. I mean, it was just it was a great. It was a phenomenal experience. Something we, we laughed about. It's you know, however the story was going to play out with the with the play and everything, but uh, it's something that we'll cherish for a long time. Um, you know, there's a lot of work that goes in, dedication that goes into um, getting to that point for that team. And you realize when you're in the stands that there's that the families are involved too. You know, the wives, uh, the children, um, you know, just friends of coaches and things like that. All the fans. It's uh, it was it was a pretty it was pretty cool to see it kind of come full circle, and then obviously we were on the field afterwards, and just the you know the joy that everybody had from you know seeing the whole process through uh, was a, was a special time for sure. You don't watch a lot of football games as a fan anymore. What was that, was <laughs> that feel weird or how that? I haven't been in the stands in a long time, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah, I had a beer. It was good. <laughs> You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. The Ravens will not have a game this week. They will continue practicing Thursday, Friday, and then on Saturday at M&T Bank Stadium. The Ravens will find out their opponent by this weekend. Once the games are over this weekend, they'll know who they're playing and find out whether they're playing on Saturday or Sunday of the division round next week at M&T Bank Stadium. If you want more of a breakdown of where things stand right now, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. We sit down with Michael Pierce this week for an in-depth interview about his new contract and what made him want to sign here in Baltimore to that contract extension. Make sure you leave a rating and a review, and make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Thanks, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.